You're listening to Hello Francis, a podcast for curious creatives and nano entrepreneurs who seek knowledge, purpose, and community. Hello Francis is brought to you by the creative firm and solutionist agency, Francis Roy. Our lineup of guests, friends, and mentors candidly share their diverse wisdom and experience. We do all of this in less than 30 minutes. Let's get started. Hey guys, you're listening to the Hello Francis podcast. I'm your host, Chantel Dedeke, and this is a very special work from home COVID-19 edition. I think that's fair to say. <laughs> so we are um, remote and I'm, I'm currently at my home and I have six guests who are also work from home. So we're going to go, um, which on my screen, they're tiled kind of like the Brady Bunch. So we're going to go from left to right down. Uh, so we'll start with Hillary. And then if you guys will introduce yourself and say who you're with. Hey everyone, Hillary Durso here, and I'm the content director at Francis Roy. Hi, I'm Maxine Orange. I am a local artist. Um, I do a lot of different things. I also uh, help run my husband's uh, insurance agency, Neil Byrne Allstate in Fort Walton. Um, and I've recently started working with Sean Murphy. I'm excited about that, Sean? helping him grow his business. Awesome. Boat. I want to talk about that more too, because you yes. The other day, so I definitely want to dive into that. Just yes, side combo. Right. And Jonathan's like the person who brought this brilliant idea to us today. So I, I don't want to take all the credit for it because you totally posted it and it sparked the idea, but um, I'm happy to be here. So my name is Jonathan Jernigan. I own a company which you guys know um, is called Apex Web Solutions. And we focus on WordPress website development and then Google SEO, all forms of that. And um, then some of you might be watching that know me from my Premise Like YouTube channel. I'm Ryan Troster. I own Total Dog Training here in the local area and Total Dog Atlanta. And last but not least, Kaylee. <laughs> um, I'm Kaylee, and half of my world is video production, mainly shooting weddings and content for social media, like commercials and photos. Um, the other half is social media marketing. So I have a bunch of clients that I help navigate their online world. And To Do in Destin is my, I guess, destination tourism blog. So I'm kind of all over the place, but that's what I do. Well, and I think, thank you guys so much uh, for being with us. And I love how diverse we all are. Like we're, we all come from like different backgrounds. We're working in different kind of industries. We all have you know, separate focus and lots of us are doing multiple things separately, but um, we're all work from home right now, right? Yes. Kind yep. of. With uh, Allstate, we're still going into the office a little bit. Okay. Awesome. Um, but it's very curbed back. Our hours are relaxed and most everything we're doing on the phone. And everyone except Brian has a cocktail because this is a virtual cocktail hour. So obviously all of our businesses have changed or have they? Have they changed? What's, what are you guys experiencing there? Uh, I mean, I guess for me, what's really interesting, Chantel, you, you messaged me the other day and said you guys were, were in like hyper mode doing crisis statements. But what's been fascinating is I expected to see an extremely sharp decline in work requests for website edits and that sort of stuff. I, at least right now, there's an initial kind of surge of people requesting like we need a landing page for information or updates or those sorts of things. So um, it's made me start to wonder, are people going to take their websites really seriously now? and not let them fall by the wayside, which I hadn't really considered. I thought it was going to be one of those things that like this whole industry would be the first that gets chopped. Well, maybe not the first, maybe second to like tourism and 
stuff like that. But I'm just crossing my fingers trying to bill as much as I can at the moment that uh, it's not a, an initial surge that then dies out. So I don't know. I would love to hear from you guys too. What do you guys think? I mean, I posted today because we, we actually recorded a podcast episode last week with Jonathan about the crucial nature of a website. And then we internally as a team were considering, okay, do we actually post our podcast episode this week? Do we promote it? Is it insensitive? We're not really sure. And then when we really dove into it, it's like, why is it now the most crucial time than ever, the most critical time to think about perfecting your website, to thinking about your strategy? You know, I um, kind of say hope is not a good plan. Hope is not a strategy. Like it's good to be hopeful, but you also need a strategy. And everybody, once this is clear, everybody's going to be coming out of the gate at the same time mass advertising, putting a thousand things on social. Why not take this time to dive in and make sure your brand and marketing strategies are perfect? Yeah, I think that this is a really uh, very important time to look internally and just kind of refocus on what your brand is all about. Mm -hmm. It's just a good like breather mm -hmm. for everybody, even though it seems like we're like kind of like scrambling and stressing out and figuring out what to do and everything it's a good time to just refocus on what we want to do going forward after this is over yeah and social kaylee social more than ever right it's like the way to communicate right now yeah this is kind of uncharted waters in terms of like you can't go as a social media manager or a marketer if you go to a group to ask advice, no one's been through this. No one really knows mm. what the next steps are or how we should handle this. And so we're all kind of left to figure it out on our own. And I love what you said about being ready to kind of come out of the gate together. However, it is a little bit scary to be in that field because if my clients are closed and not bringing in any income, there's no guarantee that I'll have a paycheck next month either. Right. And while marketing and websites and all of that stuff is very important mo moving forward when this passes, will my clients survive the closures? And that's the real scary part. Yeah. We're feeling that. There was a, a bit of uncertainty in my own mind about what if this sounds absolutely terrible, but hopefully you guys kind of understand what I'm saying. Like this will sort of, help me realize what my own client base should look like moving forward. Like businesses that can weather a storm this severe might be ones that I want to focus on in the future. And that sounds brutal, but like ultimately I'm thinking, well, if, if the type of clients that we all want are that upper echelon, we talked about that last week, then there's a bit of, I don't know. I almost feel like I'm, I shouldn't even begin like, you know, continue this thought, but hopefully that, Makes sense to you. I don't think that's a bad thought to have. There. Yeah. It's like the way of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Well, I think we all have our ideal client, you know, and, and Jonathan doesn't, he always asks me, what's my ideal client? And my ideal client is one that's going to start with research and branding and understand the impact that marketing has and that it needs to come from a thought process, not just um, a reaction. And I will say really, really honing in on that client and trying to get as many of clients as we can that are really in that ideal range. Now we're realizing they understand our value right now. Now, two weeks, three weeks, two months, three months, like we don't know what's gonna happen obviously. 
Um, but they are at least willing to have strategic conversations with us, not just conversations that are like, okay, well, we're probably going to have to, you know, shut down social media. We're probably going to just have, you know, have to shut down advertising. We're just going to shut everything down. They're asking questions like, okay, we need a strategy and they're bringing us to the table for that. Because we're the creative thinkers. Uh, creativity right now. And we're, I, I, what I love about this group, every single one of you, is that you feel like we're all creative in our own ways. Some more obvious than others. I, I am probably much less creative. I am way super curious. Where Maxine, obviously, you're like, your whole backdrop. It's <laughs> amazing. Like, this is other people's art all behind me. That's but okay. even so, like I can't find I that to me is even harder. How do you other people's art here at my yeah. house? Yeah, you're like, oh, I have all this is other people's art. I'm like, you curated that. To me, the curation is very difficult. But how is y'all's creativity right? How has y'all's creativity changed in the last what week? I think it's been hard for me to like fully jump in with two feet into creative mode because the back of my head is still a little bit of panic and a little bit of like what if and what's going to happen and the uncertainty of it all. So like I've really had to kind of carve out time for, okay, you have to sit down and put all other thoughts aside and really like think about this one client and then this client and then this client and really try to brainstorm and strategize and let the fear kind of push it to the side and not let it take over. And Ryan, I saw your um, Facebook live today and I just felt like it, it's so important that business owners, small business owners, owners of all size are communicating with their audiences and asking questions. It really reassures. I mean, you have a really high level uh, dog training business and, you know, I, we always talk about how bad my little dog is, but it feels nice to know that people are, they give a crap that I'm stuck in my house with my dog, who, by the way, is way worse than I thought. <laughs> Well, it's it's like, funny you should say that, and Jonathan kind of touched on it, because yesterday with my team, I let them know that, you know, I'm a very stoic, so I always try to find the, the most positive. So with this, is we still have people that are pushing forward with training because we're mobile one-on-one -on -one service, but we also have people that are spending more time than ever with their dogs, so that's only going to propel them once this is over to go forward with us. So to us, it's kind of, you know, to me, I look at it like, well, I can't control the situation. I can't do anything about what it is, but we have people that are going to push forward regardless because that's who some people are. But we have people that I've already got messages like, Hey, as soon as this is over, we're pursuing training. So we, I just try to find the benefit and everything and keep that motivation with the team. Um, that way they stay on that track. So. That's awesome. And asking questions of your customers and your social audience too. How can you continue to be a value to them during this time? Uh, that really stood out to me. And, you know, in our business, it's all about demonstrated value. And that can be very difficult to do at times when what we bring to the table can be seemingly intangible. That's, I, I just think that that was super cool what you did. I think we all bring value on this kind of platform when we speak to people, but it's never the same as working with us like individually or in person. So we still have the ability to give like a taste of it, but nowhere near what it's going to be when you know, things are backed up and kicking. So whatever we can get now, I mean, we give. Yeah. And Hill and I talked today and she was like, I'm going crazy. I just need to do a mood board. And I was like, that's smart. Why haven't I done that yet? <laughs> right. So there's a there's like an element for me which is hilarious being like a web person i'm i'm in front of the computer all day and and like i there's an element to it that that is almost the seclusion and like the depression that kind of kicks in so you know what i've been doing that's just so simple is like 
just going outside, like going outside in my back porch on my lunch break and just sitting there and eating outside, like in the sun, just sort of like the soaking up the- great. We're so lucky that the sun is shining. Oh my right gosh. Yeah. My, Absolutely. my brother saying. lives in Austin and he said it's been nothing but cloudy and gray the last 10 days. So he was like, it's even worse. And then there's like a little exercise app on my phone. And we've just been doing that, like trying to keep, you know, sort of normal life going in that sense even though I'm not allowed to go get my Starbucks every day. <laughs> but that's up to you whether you're doing that or not. I don't want to put them or myself at risk, I guess. But yeah. So there's, there's a really interesting thing I feel like that we're all experiencing, which is that most of us, all of us really have the ability to work remotely, mm-hmm. but we sort of choose to be together and we all do so many networking things. I'm thinking about my week. I have probably four networking group groups I go to on a regular basis. And now for the first time in, years i haven't done any of that it's really odd i like this networking group i do too this is a great networking group we have often hey what's your name on instagram i'm having trouble tagging you my personal page or or (laughs) Or, yeah is it apex it's it should be apex wus i believe but oh i got it now apex web solutions got it We'll go around and maybe give our Instagram um, handle too, so that people can follow um, us. So we know Jonathan, Uh, Ryan, how do we follow you on Instagram? Just Troster. That's my last name. T-R-O-E-S-T-E-R for personal. And then total dog underscore training. I'm pointing to you guys. guys (laughs) (laughs) I'm Maxine Orange. And then I also have Artworks Destin. Nice. Kaylee? Um, you can find me at to do in Destin for all of the Destin related stuff. And then my personal is M-I-S-S-C-A-L-I-M-A-R-I-E, Miss Kaylee Marie. Awesome. Hill, do you want to share yours? Sure. Um, my personal is Hillary Michelle. So my first and middle name, and I spell my name a little weird. It is H-I-L-L-A-R-E-E. And then Michelle, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E. And I'm just at Chantel PD, which is interesting because all of the police departments in the world follow me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, I actually had to change it on Twitter. It got really annoying. You're like, okay, police. Is there a city named after me that I'm unaware of? I just, how do you find, how do you, how's that being, anyway, it's crazy. Um, and then also at Francis Roy Agency um, on Instagram as well. Well, okay, so I think this is a unique group. We're all doing different things to stay creative. How are you guys staying sharp at this time? I, I feel like um, everyone that I've talked to is like, I'm going a little bit stupid. I'm a little stir crazy. I feel like my brain activity. I mean, obviously working out, Jonathan, like you said, working out. I mean, what are you guys doing? Kaylee, what are you doing to stay sharp right now? Like Jonathan, I try to get sunshine. So the last couple of days I've spent like 30 minutes just, um, I live on a circle. So I've just been walking the circle, listening to podcasts. Um, I listened to a marketing one this morning, trying to see if anybody has any insight on what we should be doing here. Um, But I actually really like, like really sitting down at my computer for hours on end. I feel like that's when I'm most productive. So knowing that I don't have to leave for appointments or run here or run there, go to the gym, like I'm really feeling like I'm going to get a lot done the next week or two just by hungry. Yes. Yeah. That's crazy you say that because I had somebody request something that was relatively complicated yesterday and it's already done. But like if this was a regular week, it would have been, you know, end of next week probably, right. which is crazy. So for us, for the folks listening and watching, right now is the time to reach out to your 
uh, creative marketing friends and your agency people because their efficiency and productivity is through the roof right now. Yeah. We're able to be productive and we're seeing that things like, okay, that's in queue and we'll get to it. And we're just like, boom, we can turn that around. Uh, so that's a really good point. Um, so, so one thing I wanted to ask you guys is from the perspective of like, this is new for literally everyone, like, like hundred percent work from, well, I shouldn't say hundred percent. Let's say, you know, vast majority of people are working from home. Is this going to end up having a potentially positive impact on all of our businesses? Like, will it help us be more efficient in the long term? And then will it help us realize that like there are things that we thought maybe had to be done in person, but perhaps like this, a networking group doesn't necessarily have to be. That meeting could have been an email. Totally. Exactly what I'm thinking. All the meetings could have been an email. <laughs> yeah. Or like this, like I, I have been trying to explain something to one of my clients for like through email and I just couldn't get it done. And I don't know why this didn't dawn on me earlier, but you know that, that um, Chrome extension loom, it just records your screen and like your mic mm-hmm. and you can just like walk through a process, just send them a loom in three minutes. And I'm thinking, why did I never do this before? It doesn't take, you never had to, right? You never had to like stretch your thinking that far. I know when we had a big Francis Ray like conference call the other day, like our team got together and I was like, I feel like this should be a little gloom and doom, but I cannot help but to be super excited about the way this is going to push our team and us to innovate in ways that we didn't have to think about before. It's a good brain reset. It'll be interesting to see what comes out of it. I think that, to your question, um, Jonathan, we might see that you know more individuals are able to justify their productivity and their ability to be able to telecommute because this has put us all in a petri dish. I mean, before you know, um, management and leadership is like, I don't know if that's doable. Well, now they're forced to have to do it. And if you can prove that you can increase productivity, productivity and efficiencies at this time, how do you go back then and then just continue to say no as a leader, someone who wants to balance a more work from home environment? I don't know that you can. No, you probably have a really good excuse. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But then I guess on the, the flip side to that, like for you, Ryan, you obviously have a very hands-on thing. Like you can't, I guess maybe you could train a dog remotely, but like, that's not really realistic. It's not how you guys do things. So like, is there an opportunity for maybe you guys to get in front of more eyes since more people are on social media or like, do you see any positive coming out of this for you guys? Yeah, a lot of positive. I mean, people spending more time with their dogs. If those dogs unfortunately have issues behaviorally, then these people want to push forward when this is all over with. But I mean, I, I feel like with our services, having something online to be able to teach has always been something we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So this gives us the time to be able to work towards that. Also, there's a, a boarding facility that, you know, is kind of doesn't really have anybody in it right now due to the current situation. So that also gives us the ability to go there, tape things. We have a videographer. So I think this time is good because it gives everybody time to, to slow down, catch their breath. You know, really just because, I mean, here's the thing. If they didn't take away everything, then, you know, if they just said, okay, well, this is happening, but everything was still open, we'd all go find something to do. So the fact that it's made everybody static has forced everybody to find these different outlets and think even better creatively than I think they were before. So, mm. and then go out to the yeah. England. Yeah. A bit. <laughs> so, yeah. I think, I mean, I'm sure that you guys are like me, but I have all these like, oh, I want to watch this Udemy class and I want to take this Facebook class and I want to do this. And like, 
those browsers have been open on my window for months. And it's like, when am I going to find the time to do that? And so the goal now is to really focus on getting all the client stuff done. And then with my leftover time, utilizing it to gain a new skill or get better at something that I've always wanted to. And so that's really like the focus of my energy right now, as soon as all the clients are taken care of. Yeah. I don't know if y'all saw my post on my story yesterday, but I got my uh, piano keyboard out of the attic. Oh, that's cool. I'm trying to relearn how to play that. We'll see how that goes. Love that. <laughs> you can, uh, you, we'll do this again and then <laughs> set it up and then you can play right it there. <laughs> I think I've also got a second grader who I don't think is ever going back to school. So, that's <laughs> 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 Somebody said to me the other day, they were like, F bubble guppies. F them. Like, I'm so done. I can't do it. Another, another minute. Um, another second. So I think it's a really great question, though, what you asked, Jonathan, and then leading into, you know, what can we do to help? And if you think about it, the group of people that we have here, if we were to use Brian and his business as a kind of a Petri dish, um, an experiment, like if you could have an A team of marketers that were available, I mean, what can our industry do to help small businesses during this time? Um, you know, how can we be a solution collectively and utilize our superpowers for good, if you will? Good question. <laughs> That's a good question. Just information. I think there's mm. so much good information that can be presented where people wouldn't take the time to notice it or read it or, or really slow down if it wasn't like now. So, mm. you know, I mean, I think now more than ever, you know, all of, all of you have the opportunity to push out information and for people to like stop what they're doing, really stop and really take it all in. So I think that's a huge, a huge benefit. I mean, I'm definitely seeing, Kayla, you, you tell me, you guys all, are you seeing an uptick in social analytics? I am. I mean, I can see more people are viewing stories. People are viewing stories on Facebook, which I thought was going to take forever for that to happen. I was like, are we going to kill this or what's happening? I mean, so viewer um, analytics are increasing on social. For sure. I'm seeing it too with a lot of my my accounts but i think like the flip side of that is i'm i'm having a hard time with finding stuff to post that doesn't sound insensitive or yeah we can't just post business as usual because it's not and i and i don't want to offend half of the world that is taking this like to the extreme panic mode when like there's still another half that are like we're gonna get through this it's gonna be okay they're not gonna it's not gonna kill everybody like and we always spring breakers here yeah crazy you, you always like have this risk of offending someone. And so I made the post yesterday on to do and Dustin just to kind of like clear the air, post something and really encourage people to not cancel their trips and just postpone them because, you know, I want them to come back later in the year and not cancel altogether. So like, I'm really struggling with my clients want me to post and do this and increase traffic, but I don't want to be insensitive and say, we're open, come spend money. And then people say, you shouldn't do that. We need to stay home. Yeah, yeah I mean, ugh. I don't think, I don't think you need to worry about that, though, because, I mean, unless you're doing something that creates, like, division, I mean, it, it, I don't feel like it's taking away from anything. I mean, it's it's one of those things where, I mean, you keep doing your thing, and I guess somebody would have to, like, reach out and say something like that before I'd feel like that. But, I, I mean, like, the post yesterday, that was a well-written post. Yeah, it was. I like that. Everybody loved, I think everybody loved that post. Yeah, well, that I one mean, really, like, came from the heart, but there's been a couple, like – I'm a little less filtered on the Crab Island page and people were going back and forth in my comments like, don't come here. We're still coming here. Don't come here. I mean, it, and I had to delete the comment because it got out of control 
and I don't want to offend anybody and I'm not trying to really be one side or the other being middle ground on social media. And that's really hard. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Especially for your Destin page for sure. Mm-hmm. And the thing about in your case, Kaylee, is that like you have a, I mean, many of you guys do, but like in your case, especially you have a super big audience. Right. So it's like, you know, you have people that are listening to you and taking that advice. So like if 10% of those people heed the warning, I think that's good. Like for instance, I'm sure you guys probably saw this. There was a post yesterday. I think it was in let's talk Destin and it was somebody asking, we're coming down from New York. Should we still come? And it was one person after another. No, 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 no. Just one after another. And like, I totally get it. I'm on the same page. I don't want you to bring your infection from New York here, but like there's, there's also that like, everyone was just saying, no, don't come not offering that alternative. There's a guy who I really respect kind of a mentor of mine. And he used the example of don't throw the bomb into the middle of the room and run away. Like you have to follow it up with some kind of action. It has to be some sort of positive result after the end of it. Like, great. so yeah, that, that's to your point. It, like, it shouldn't be, don't come, don't come. It should be, please consider coming in August. Or later September. on. Right. Like yeah. exactly. Hopefully and, May or June. Hopefully. <laughs> we hope. Yeah. And well, and we are all kind of in the same boat. We're incredibly unsure about what's going to happen next. Everyone's industries are being impacted in unprecedented ways. I think about arts and culture, honestly, in my mind, already struggle, right? To be at the forefront front and to have this consideration um, as an imperative part of our life. And uh, Maxine, I'm curious, like, you know, we... Well, I think a lot of it, uh, let's see, um, Jonathan, you're on the Maddie Kelly Arts Foundation board as well. I mean, obviously we're concerned, not just from a foundational perspective, but I think arts and culture. Well, one thing I think is really amazing as far as arts and culture, sorry to interrupt. No, you're good. Um, there have been so many musicians that are playing live, which mm-hmm. I have really enjoyed. I've seen Adam cool. Ezra, which we saw live in Niceville. He was playing live the other night, and then uh, the other night, uh, Chris Alvarado was amazing. And then tonight, we've got Danny Coyote coming on. Looking forward to seeing that. So I keep sharing all that stuff. There's a lot of good, positive, creative things happening on the internet. Yeah, absolutely. And they all, like, put up their Venmo page so you can make a donation. Which is pretty awesome. And I, I think this is a unique time to use art and creativity as a way for us to kind of cope through, you know. Yeah, it's a great escape. And um, I'm still painting every night like I always do and taking a little time to try to learn to play my piano again. And then, um, I forgot what I was about to say. Sorry, I'll come back to that. <laughs> because it's cocktail hour. Right, and speaking of which, I'm empty. No, no. <laughs> Well, oh, I think that's because we're um, we're just coming up on our thirty minutes, but I want to do this again. Do you guys want to do this again? Yeah, yes. for sure, for sure, absolutely. Love it. it again. I think things are changing by the hour, so maybe let's um, even next week or the week after. Let's regroup and give the audience and all of our respective audiences maybe a little update on things of how things have changed um, from now until until the next time. That like sounds that. good. Sounds well, great. Thanks. Thank you guys so much for being vulnerable, for being open, for um, sharing with us today. And um, 
if anyone listening has questions, uh, you can email them, hello at francisroy.com. You can comment on any of the, uh, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. We'll definitely get back to them. And um, I love this Brady Bunch of Weirdos. This is amazing. You guys are the best. Jonathan, thank you for the brilliant idea. And um, let us know if we can help any of you guys in any way. So until next time.